0: Welcome back to the Pelican Scoop, a hoop-ball.com presentation. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank, uh, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K, as in bank, and at Hoopball Pills as a show. Welcome back. It's been a little while. I've had a couple of days off, and we've played a few games in the, uh, in the interim. The back-to-backs are killers in terms of being able to get uh, podcasts out in between work and all of the carry-on that goes on with day-to-day life. Nonetheless, the Pelican scoop is back, and of course, the Pelicans have been basically sticking to the status quo. What are we going to talk about today? Well, we've got three games to talk about, because that's how long I've actually left it. Uh, last I left you guys, it was uh, the Denver Nuggets win in Denver. Now, we then returned home to the Lakers, and we'll recap that shortly then played Denver and then uh, again, but back at the Smoothie King Centre. And then um, the second night of a back-to-back, which was this morning, my time. So last night, I suppose, in the US of A, um, we took on the Dallas Mavericks without Kristaps Porzingis or Luka Doncic. We're going to recap all of that. We're going to have a chat about the trade deadline as well. The Pelicans made a move. I know we spoke about whether or not... Uh, Lonzo was going to be moved. Spoiler alert, he was not. He remains a Pelican, Um, and we might have a chat about that first up, I think. Um, So let's get right into it. Let's do it. So the trade deadline was Friday morning, or Thursday morning, I think, uh, for me. Thursday night. The Pelicans have had a whole heap of rumors circulating around them. Will Eric Bledsoe be moved? Will Lonzo Ball go? You know, there was a lot of hype around whether or not he'd get traded instead of being paid, um, although he has been performing, uh, just with, despite his sore leg uh, that he's been dealing with the last week or so. He's had that sore hip flexor, which has kept him out. Um, JJ Reddick was another one that we thought was either going to be a buyout candidate or otherwise traded off to the East Coast. Instead, we made one move, one little, I suppose, trade between us and the uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, the trade consisted around JJ Reddick and also Nicola Melly. Uh Thanks very much to those two guys for the contributions over the last couple of years. They will be missed. Um, you know, Melly was probably underperforming a bit uh, to what we expected. He sort of came good towards the end. Um, the trade in return was James Johnson and Wazawandu from the Dallas Mavericks, a couple of big guys um, or bigger guys, I suppose, to play the four. We needed to bolster that. We knew that they were something that we needed to um, to go after. Not mad about that at all. Um, I think it's a it's a move that we made. Um, I suppose to get a bit more toughness, particularly off the bench. You know, you get a guy like James Johnson coming off, who's the career role player, but. A tough guy. Apparently, he's a black belt in I don't know one of the martial arts. You get a guy like that. Um, you know, it resonates with what Stan Van Gundy said way back at the start of the season when he got Stephen Adams and Will Magne and all these big units. Um, that we're not going to get punked. And you add another big body to protect guys like Zion and and the young guys like Nikhil, Kyra, Brandon Ingram's pretty slight. So you're beefing these guys up and. and Teams are going to fear coming into the Smoothie King Centre and taking this team on because they know that it's just going to be an absolute fight. You know, they're going to have to battle uh, the entire night and um, they're not going to be leaving feeling very comfortable after that. So, pretty happy with that. There was, I think there was a second round pick uh, tacked on as well uh, going the way to Dallas. I'll just confirm. Yep, so included in... Um, the trade. So JJ Redick and Melly went to the Mavericks. James Johnson, Wesawundu, um, 2021 20, second round pick, and some cash considerations, which we're big fans of, are all coming to the Pelicans. So we haven't seen those guys suit up yet. Um, Melly was sitting on the sidelines li- uh, of the Dallas game. I think he must have just stayed in New Orleans. Um, we saw him sitting there. Um, I guess, I think you have 48 hours or something to report to your team after you've been traded. So no doubt we'll be looking forward to um, to seeing those guys suit up soon enough. Uh, Wes Nwanda has a lot of potential, long arms. Um, from all reports, he needs to work on his jumper. But we've got Fred Vincent, so you know he fixes the worst jump shots that have ever existed and uh, makes them reliable. So we'll leave the ball in that court there. That was the only trade that we made. Um, we thought it might free up a bit of cap space. Unfortunately, bringing back James Johnson's contract has pretty much pushed us up against the cap. We're in the, pretty much the same posi- uh, position. What that's resulted in is that Sindarius Thornwell can't be re-signed. Um, he has subsequently been... I think once the end of his 10-day contract is up, he'll be gone. Um, which is disappointing because he's been around the, uh, around the team for a little while and I think the guys really resonate with him. But um, I suppose that's the business, isn't it? Um, so... That was the trade deadline for the Pelicans. Other big names that were moved, Nick Vucevic. I think the Magic blew everything up. Um, Vucevic went to the Chicago Bulls, which we thought Lonzo might go there. But, um, no, they moved a few pieces and and uh, and sent Wendell Carter Jr. and Otto Porter Jr. down to the, um, the Magic. Magic also traded Eric, uh, Aaron Gordon to Denver. They traded uh, Evan Fournier, I think, to Boston. And, you know, there was apparently a record number of people moved in the trade deadline 45 different people uh, were traded which is an nba record everyone thought it might be a little bit quiet it said the rumblings but um it was not it, it was not a quiet one um the pelicans i suppose stood pat and want to see what they uh what they're going to get out of these guys and and what they can do to um improve themselves this year perhaps make the play in tournament and um yeah, getting anything for JJ, I think, is a good return in terms of um value. You know, you get a draft pick as well as uh, a solid role player, a couple of solid role players. And, and Nicola Melli, you know, he's collateral damage, I think. Um, I think we saw that being a 29-year-old uh, jump shooter from Europe who can't shoot um, probably wasn't in our plans. So he was moved along as well. But thank you very much to those two guys again, as I said. All right. So, what we came for, we had three games to review. So, this one probably will be a little bit longer. Um, I suppose I need I, you guys deserve it after um, me going AWOL for a number of days. Uh, it's unlike me. But uh, you get that. You get that on the big jobs now and then. So, the first game, we're going to go way back to the Lakers game. The Lakers defeat... No, they don't. The Pelicans defeat the Lakers 128 to 111. No LeBron, no Anthony Davis. Um, we took the second side on, and they started with Schroeder, Kuzma, Morris, Coldwell Pope, and Kakok. Probably saying that name wrong, but um, they had Harrell off the bench, had 18. A whole heap of guys chipped in, but, you know, there just wasn't that, um, that quality that meant that they could really hang with us, and in the end, we blew them out. Um, Brandon Ingram was fantastic after having a pretty average night against Denver. Uh, 36 points. Nikhil started in place of Lonzo again, had 18, 7, and 3. Bledsoe, only two points, unfortunately, had a defensive role. Um, He was pretty woeful. Zion with 27, 9, and 5, 9 of 13 shooting, and also 9 of 10 from the free throw line, which you love to see. And Stephen Adams, 12 and 7. Josh Hart off the bench had 2 points, but 15 rebounds. 5 assists and 5 steals. Kyra Lewis had 16. He looked fantastic. 6 assists as well. 5 of 9 shooting. And you love to see the aggression from the young fella. He um, he is looking really good. Jackson Hayes in 19 minutes had 15 points. And in the end, we just ran everyone else out. Um, Will Magne, the Aussie, got his first NBA minutes. He got 3 Minutes and 16. And he had one field goal attempt, which he missed, which was a three-pointer. And he had one turnover. So, great start to your, your career. You know, it's great to see that um, the young guys are getting a run. And when you blow out a team like this, you uh, everyone gets a run and everyone gets to get involved. So, you're pretty happy with that. Um, takeaways from this is the Lakers are vulnerable if they don't have their two stars. I think we knew that anyway, but um, it was really highlighted in this. Um, and the Pelicans move the ball. You know, if we go over to the the summary in this the first quarter, we came out fast. We are so good in the first quarter. It doesn't matter what game we play. For the I reckon of the forty five we've played, I think forty two of them we've started fast. Uh, Thirty two points to twenty nine. Second quarter, twenty seven to seventeen. Really good defensive effort. And then our usual sleepy third quarters, we dropped 43 to their 30, which you love to see, and really blew the game open from there. Um, Into the final quarter, we had a 26-point lead. Yeah, that was nuts. That was really good to see. Uh, They finished strong with 35, and we had 26, but by then, it was well and truly over, so uh, we took the the foot off the throat a little bit. 52% from the field for the game, Uh, they hit 18 threes to our 10, but we're just punishing them in the paint. And you love to see it. 11 offensive rebounds, smashed them on the boards, 42 to 28. And usually you win the boards, you win the game. So really, really impressive. Um, it was just one of those one of those ones where it was a danger game because all the ones where the good players are out, you know, um, you have these honorable losses where you're like, they just wanted it more. Well, the difference between wanting it more uh, and being a good side is um, being consistent and winning um, winning those uh, or turning those honorable losses into wins and uh, and banking them so good win in that only 13 turnovers which you love to see kept points off turnovers to 15 we had 14 so canceled each other out pretty much really really impressive 26 free-throw attempts to their 30 but uh, we hit 24 of them so all in all good win uh, great to see Kyra play a, a meaningful role. He uh, he was shooting threes, he was getting to the basket, he's so fast. Uh, you listen to Antonio Daniels and he does the meep meep every time he gets in the, uh, he uses his speed, puts the afterburners on and he is just, he's going to be so good in this league and he is the lead ball handler with um, that innate ability to find people. Yeah, I like Kyra. And we waited, they they made us wait to see him but uh, he, he looked really, really good. So, key takeaways from that game, Nikhil looks like he's emerging as a, as a starting shooting guard in this league, a uh, shooting ball of guard, I suppose. Uh, you know, 18.73 assists and a steal. Uh, his length really troubled the uh, the Lakers defenders, or offenders, offenders? Lakers uh, players when they're on the offensive end, and... Um, He's starting to really come in leaps and bounds, and I uh, I love to see it. So, stoked with uh, with his development, I think well, key takeaway 1B, I guess, of this, if that was 1A, was that Kyra Lewis is doing it all as well. And we wanted to see these young guys, and now we are. And you can see that the systems are coming together. The guys are really, really working hard, and um, yeah, it's coming together. There's a bright future in... in Uh, Pelicans land in in New Orleans. So, key takeaway number two is we are really good at rebounding the ball when we want to. You know, 15 from Josh Hart. Big Steve just corralling everything. Jackson Hayes clunking a few. I love to see the rebounding. We've talked about it previously. If you don't rebound the ball well, then they get second chance points and you get absolutely murdered. The Pelicans are right up there in... in, uh, Second chance points in the league, and that's purely because of the work rate of the guys on the offensive glass. So keep the rebounding up, and we'll keep punishing sides. Um, the third key takeaway is the Lakers are vulnerable. Um, you know, we see the Nets loading up. They've signed Lamarcus Aldridge um, after he was bought out by the Spurs. So I mean, they're an aging list, but there's something like forty All Star appearances between these guys or more um, on their on their roster at the moment. So, it's probably more than that, actually. I don't know. I uh, saw the stat. Half saw the stat today on Facebook. But um, they are vulnerable. And I think the East is wide open for the taking. I think Giannis is, and his bucks are a bit average. Um, I think Philly's vulnerable with Embiid out. And the Nets might just swarm in even without Durant. You know, Durant might come back right late in the season and tear him up in the in the playoffs. So, We'll see what happens. It'll come down to Anthony Davis and, and LeBron, but um, they didn't look convincing at all. And their su- supporting cast couldn't pick up the slack. So, that's that game. Um, I'll do the sponsors before we get into the next game that we had uh, against the Denver Nuggets um, at home. So, thank you to Manscaped.com. Use the code HOOPBALL20 at checkout. You get 20% off and... Free shipping. Go and check them out. there. good friends of HoopBall, and uh, they can be friends of yours as well if you go and get a shaver. So go and use them. HoopBall20 is the code, manscaped.com. And, of course, mybookie.ag. You want to go and do your uh, your betting, your gambling, your, your carry-on, all of that, um, go and use mybookie.ag. They've got heaps of stuff going on over there. They do competitions. They do a blackjack tournament, allegedly. Um, they've also got... Um, Little code. If you use hoopball when you sign up, you'll get a little deposit match, 50% on your initial deposit. So you put 10 bucks in, you get five more. Um, make sure you go and read all the terms and conditions with all of that. Uh, you can get your uh, money back via um, if you want to cash out via Bitcoin or e-check. There's a whole heap of different things you can do there, and apparently it's a pretty quick turnaround. So go and check that out as well, and uh, tell them hoopball sent you. So. What do we got next? We got the next game. Uh, we had a couple of days off and we came home because we were on the road. That finished the road trip off. And, um, yeah, we got to head back to the Smoothie King Centre, which you love to see. So, the Denver Nuggets came back for a, um, a revenge game, I guess. That was on uh, Friday night, American time. We had a couple of days off and, um The first night of a back-to-back. So Pelicans are going to 19 and 25 after that. The Denver Nuggets come to visit 27 and 18 on the season. And the Pelicans came out fly, I guess. They hung around, you know. They were that sort of team that um, chipped away, chipped away. We started fast, 33 to 26. Second quarter, 30 to 28. Had a nine-point halftime lead. Unfortunately... At the uh, end of the third, it was only one point. They scored 31 to 23. We came out lackadaisical and couldn't hit any shots. Uh, Jokic just absolutely tore us a new one. He was fantastic with 37 points. Uh, 28 to 22 in the last quarter, and we fell short, 113 to 108. Um, Disappointing, because this was definitely a winnable game. I think we were in control, but um, in the end, Guys like Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, we got 16 points from Paul Millsap. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. Everyone, everyone chipped in and and contributed. And you know, it's hard to beat t- 37 six rebounds, nine assists, two steals, a block, 17 of 30 shooting, three of five from uh, from the three, and only one turnover from Nikola Jokic. You know, this guy is an MVP candidate for a reason, and he turned it on in 41 minutes. So, yeah, he was next level. 23 and 11 assists from Jamal Murray. And they just went at us. They absolutely went at us. Paul Millsap was reaching into his bag and doing everything. 16, 7, 3 assists, 2 steals and a block, 6 of 12 shooting. Yeah, hectic. Their bench did absolutely nothing, but um, the starters got it done. Uh, Over at ours, we got... Eight and four and one assist and one steal and one block from Stephen Adams. Nikhil started again um, for Lonzo, who's still out. 14 points, five and five. Two steals and two blocks. He was great on the defensive end, for the most part, chasing uh, Jamal Murray around for the majority of the night. Um, Bledsoe had 16, four and nine, and his shot started falling. It was really good to see that um, his his jump shot was falling. He was, he was driving into the lane, which you love to see. And um, yeah. Yeah. He, he had a pretty good game. Someone that didn't was Brandon Ingram. He had 13 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists on 5 of 17, shooting a woeful 29%. Um, and you hate to see that. He was average. He had a really bad game. Uh, they threw a wall at him every time he went near the ball. And um, it really affected him. He couldn't get into rhythm. And unfortunately, it was not his night Someone's whose night it was, the first night of a back to back, was Zion Williamson, thirty-nine points, a career high, ten rebounds, five assists, one steal, two blocks, sixteen of nineteen shooting, eighty four percent. Hit a three pointer as well. Six of seven from the line. What more do you want from this guy? He's handling the ball. He's tearing him an absolute uh apart. He is just absolutely killing him. He is—he is absolutely killing him. No one has an answer for him. You're hearing all these things like, "Oh, he needs to expand his game." Well, how's—he uh, doesn't rebound. He can't handle the ball. You know, he only does one thing. Well, if your one thing results in 39 points, a three-pointer, and five assists, well, it's a very interesting one point—a uh, one thing that you do. Your 10 rebounds as well are obviously just—just um, just luck. No, any critic of Zion is wrong I'll tell you that for free I'll tell you right now if you criticize Zion whatever you want to do you're wrong because the kids a freak. he hasn't even played 82 games yet um so one rookie season he hasn't even done and he's already doing this 39 points we see that from rookie very often no I don't think so so I will fly the Zion flag forever because that guy is an absolute weapon um, and he played phenomenal. The whole game, he was just great. The last quarter, he was the ball was in his hands. He was basically running as the lead guard, um, bringing the ball up, making plays. And in the end, it was the rest of the team that sort of let him down in the last couple of minutes because we couldn't score. Went zero for seven in the last couple of minutes and um, threw it away, unfortunately, because we were right there. But uh, you get that, you get that. You know, Josh Hart off the bench, 10 and 8. Um, he did a bit of everything, good defense as well. Kyra was a bit, he cooled off a bit and he had two or five shooting in 16 minutes for six points. But, cheaper Zion Williamson, that is next level. He broke the record for most consecutive 20-point games before turning 21, uh, passing LeBron and Luka Doncic. Um, he's now chasing Shaq for the most 20-point games consecutively, I think, which was... 25 games by Shaq. Maybe that's um over shooting over 50%. I think might be the stat that they're chasing, but that was the year he won a championship. So, you know, it says a lot about how good um this kid is. And he's got this ball handling ability, which sets him apart from a lot of other guys. He's got, yeah, he plays a lot like Shaq and he causes a lot of havoc in the paint, but the way he's getting there is it's not this post-up catching it there. It's I suppose it's a mix. You Sometimes you get the post feed. Sometimes he's the ball handler. He's pick and roll ball handler. He's setting the pick. He's a pick and roll finisher. He's shooting threes. I don't know. All I know is that this kid is just going to be unbelievable. Is it a Zion party? Yes, it is. That was in a losing game. And I didn't feel bad about it. I sat up. I dodged it all day and, um, and watched it after a, after a few beverages. And um, you're just in awe of this kid. He is uh he's really handy, so love seeing it. Didn't love the result. I, th- I felt like we did throw it away. Uh, another one of those ones where we sort of shit the bed going into the last couple of minutes, and um not really impressive at all. But um Zion's performance, he couldn't have done any more. The only thing he could have done is scored more points, and uh, I mean that's a big ask as it is when you're scoring him at eighty four percent. So. Really good. Key takeaways number one, two, and three is Zion is next level. <laughs> Put it in the bank. Tell them Lyle sent you. And, um, you know, my bookie, my bookie might even match it. And instead, it was the Bank of Zion the following night, moving on, because I'm conscious of time. I don't want to keep you all here all night. Um, we played the second night of a back to back against the Dallas Mavericks, which we were successful 112 to 103. Fantastic results still at the Smoothie King Centre. Nicola Melli, like I said earlier, was sitting courtside in the bench with the Dallas Mavericks, which is a little bit bizarre to see, but he didn't play, um, given that he only probably just joined them that afternoon. But we pulled a win out. We pulled one out. So, what did we like about this game? I suppose the big thing was the ball movement. We were really, really good at moving the ball. Um, You know, Dallas were without... Porzingis and Luca. Luca was a crook and Porzingis was out for something or other. Um, So they started with Boban Marjanovic, the big unit, um, all seven foot four or whatever he is of him. That guy is massive. Uh, And we attacked him. You know, we we went at him, which I love to see. Uh, They had a big night from Tim Hardaway Jr. off the bench. He dropped 30 uh, and he was. Off the chain for most of the night until uh, we started throwing bodies at him. Bled really worked hard against him. Jalen Brunson, who is just a fantastic starting point guard now. 24 points. Um, Kleber had 13. Marijanovic 13 and 11 in 28 minutes. And Trey Burke off the bench with 13. Um, they're all the notable guys. We had a contribution across the board. Um, Jackson Hayes was out with a strained wrist. Lonzo was still out, so we got to see more of Stardon and Akil, who finished with 20 points and 5 rebounds and assists and a block uh, before he fouled out late in the game. Ingram improved with 19 points. He had 8 of 15 shooting. It wasn't his best game again, but he got to defer to the legend himself, Zion Williamson, had 38 points. He followed him up with 38 5 rebounds, 6 assists, 13 of 20 shooting, 65%. He had two three-point attempts, which he missed. 18, uh, 12 of 18 from free throws. He's getting 18 free throw attempts. They're starting to call it. They're starting to call the fouls. Oh, it's fantastic to see. Kyra Lewis off the bench was great with 13 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists, 6 of 7 shooting. He was hitting, he hit his three. Uh, He just looks like, he's going he's gonna to do real, real well. He's fast. He is so fast. It was just a good win. Um, it was one of those games where it was a bit back and forth. Uh, I thought, well, we either dig in here. I think we got the six-minute mark. We were pretty close. And um, it was either dig in or, um, or give it up. And we dug in. We bounced back. So, it's very easy to dwell on the last um, Denver game where, you know, you sort of give it away or you feel like you give it away a little bit because... You didn't execute down the stretch. This was the opposite. We executed down the stretch. We moved the ball. We went to Zion and um, and we won. So it was good. 20 assists to 19. It's probably the stat. Rebounds only just out. Rebounded them 42 to 38. Um, offensive rebounds 10 to 8. Um, shooting percentage for the whole game we shot 51%. Only 34% from three. Nine of 26 to their 10 of 31, so it didn't really matter, um, keeping them to 44% for the whole game, which is stoked from the whole field, I mean. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savoury tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Points off turnovers. We kept 13 to 12. We only had six turnovers for the whole game. They had seven. Six turnovers. When have we done that? I haven't seen that for a long time, that we... Usually, if we get less than six turnovers in the first quarter, we're pretty happy. So, we are stoked with that. It was a great result, and um, we knocked them on the head. Great way to uh, finish off the back-to-back. I think we get a couple of games off, or a couple of days off, before we're back into it. Tuesday night, um, or oh, Monday night, pardon me. We're back in, um, 7.30 a.m. my time. 20 and 25 on the season. What are we? A game outside of the... Um, with well, the play-in now, uh, it's really taking a turn. It, You know, we're one game behind Sacramento and uh, two games behind Golden State and then we're in the play-in. So we bank a few more. We're going to get a pass mark, but we'll see what happens. You know, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. We've, we've played this game before and broken our own hearts. But uh, looking forward to seeing the guys really uh, play well against these guys. The aggression, the execution was really good in this game against Dallas and um, I'd love to see them carry that forward uh, into the Tuesday night game the Boston Celtics. So where to from here? What were my key takeaways of that one? Um, Of today. Today Zion just goes from strength to strength. He scored what 39, 38 in two games in two nights um, shooting like something bizarre like 70% from the field across the two games Averaged out, you know, it's unbelievable. This kid's going to be so good. And um, there was no answer for him. You could put four blokes on him. You put Boban on him, and he was still just going through him, finishing around him. Um, he's really good. Uh, second key takeaway: Looking forward to seeing the um, the new guys join, but uh, the guys we've got there. Even without Jackson, we played a bit of Billy, and he he was good. Uh, he was solid in his in his few minutes. Our starting lineup's okay. Lonzo's going to come in. It's going to be interesting to see whether or not Nikhil maintains that starting position and maybe Bled goes to the bench, which I don't mind. You know, Bled as a backup point guard would be fantastic. Imagine him punishing these backup guards. I think he'd be great because Nikhil's really earned that starting spot. You know, he's been playing well. And I don't think he's going to finish as a... um, I saw on Twitter as well, seems to be the sentiment that he's not going to finish as a 20-point scorer the whole year. I think it was Jake Madison tweeted that. But he's earned that right. He's earned that right to find out. And um, I, I agree. Give him a go. See what he can do. Because when he plays and he knows his role and how many minutes he's going to get each night, as a starter, he um, he excels. And he was really good down the stretch, hitting threes and looking confident. And, and I love to see that. And I think Nikhil is really showing something. So let's play him some more. My final key takeaway is... The big man rotation is going to change with James Johnson and Wes. Wes Awandu. Um, I don't know what their roles are going to be like. But to be aware that that will happen. Jackson Hayes, I think, is going to get a few minutes. They're all pretty high on him. Um, and his development in the last few games has been really good before saw a wrist. Um, but yeah, it'll be good to see how these guys fit in and, and what they can bring to the team. And looking forward to seeing the guys develop. So, Boston Celtics, Tuesday morning for me, Monday night for you guys. Um, oh, in the US. Other people around the world. It's probably at varying different times. But um, make sure you check your local broadcast for that. I just use a league pass, so that's how I if it's not a national game, I just get it on that and plug it in when I feel like watching it. Um, so we'll have a chat after that. Guys, make sure you head over to HoopBall. Before I wrap up, head over to Hoop-Ball.com Check out uh, everything that's going on over there, they've just absolutely smashed it. There was a big trade deadline uh, show over on the YouTube. If you want to watch that again, especially about your fantasy teams, uh, they are just going from strength to strength. I tweeted out they got the hootball Avengers on that. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. I've got my little Disney Plus episode down here anyway, being the Hootball pals. so I'm enjoying it. Head over, watch that, guys. I'm going to leave it at that. Look after yourselves. I'm Lyle Bank. Pelican Scoot, dot ballcom Bye for now. This has been a HoopBall presentation.